Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. For by him all things were created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Hebrews 11.3 and Colossians 1.16. Welcome back to the Spiritual Matters. I'm Ben Ruel. And I'm TC. I'm glad to have you here. We are looking forward to really talking and, 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 and chatting and really sharing what, what the Lord wants us to relay, teach, share, however you want to coin it. Um, because the purpose for this for us is to really open the eyes of a lot of people in the body of Christ to actually see what's going on, you know, behind the scenes, behind the curtain, so to speak. You know, that's why it's called the spiritual matters. Because the spiritual matters, it, it really does. The, what we see in the world today, whether it's good or evil, it's coming from the unseen realm. And so today what we're going to talk about is uh, taking our seat. And what that means and what that looks like. Because we have far more greater advantage than we think we do. So we're going to discuss some things today and uh, share some stories, some testimonies. And, and again, if uh, you have any questions for the next podcast or the Godcast, then shoot us an email. And we'll give you that information at the end. Okay? So let's just... Let's just open up in prayer. Wonderful Holy Father, we just thank you right now for your purpose, for your will, for your power, your glory. Holy Spirit, come. Have your way. Teach. Teach us. Teach through us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of truth, come. In the name of Jesus. Let your word go into our heart. And let us bear forth fruit, 30, 60, and 100 fold. We just give ourselves over to you. Lord, we desire truth in our inward parts. We rebuke every spirit that will try to bring any type of hindrance, any type of uh, sealing, any type of frustration in the realm of the spirit with people that are watching or, you know, whether it's live or recording. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that there will be no technological issues. We thank you for your perfect will being done. Let your kingdom come and your will be done. In the name of Jesus, on earth as it is in heaven. Speak, Lord, for your sons, your daughters, your servants are listening. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, our seat represents a whole lot. Our seat, it's like, when we are in our seat, we have such power. That's why Jesus said, wait until the Holy Spirit come because you're going to receive power from more high that do them is that explosive power. And in Christendom today, you don't see a whole lot of power. There are small pockets of people that are operating in this power and even in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which the manifestation of the power of God comes through 
the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But we don't see a whole lot of people operating in that. So what our quest is, is to, is to wake up our brethren. And even those, there are so many that have blinders on their eyes. And so many that don't really understand why things is happening and what's going on. And we, we, we were here to shed some light on things because we've seen a lot. The Lord revealed a lot. And um, it's, 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 it's so amazing. It's just so amazing. It's incredible what not only God did for us in the way of the cross and the resurrection for us to have eternal life, but it's also amazing what God has given to us. We are not in any wise at a disadvantage at any time. We are victors. Yeah. We are sons of the living God, sons and daughters in our personal relationship, but our purposeful relationship, we are sons of God. What, what does that mean? Sons of God do what the Son of God did. Jesus walked in power and great authority. What did he give us? Power and great authority. He even wants it so as far to say that when I go unto the Father, greater work shall you do greater works than the son of God, the son of God. Yeah, we've definitely yet to see that. Right. And what we don't understand, we look at what's happening in the world. We look at the sin. We look at what's happening um, and all all realms of sin in the world and all countries and, you know, the, 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 the human trafficking, the children trafficking, you know, just the, the, the drugs, the murder, the uh, just all kind of things, the, the the sexual identity stuff. We see sin just rampant in the world, and then we see that, and we feel powerless. We feel like, how can I do it? What can I do anything to change? But the Bible tells us that where sin abound, grace there much more abounds. So yeah. wherever there's sin, there's more than enough grace for us to receive, to walk in, to bring people to Jesus, to bring people out of deception, out of bondage, out of uh, fear and these things that so easily beset us. But um, so so I'm, I'm always honored. I'm always honored to come before you. I'm always honored that, uh, you know, you take this time out to watch or to listen to this Godcast. And we really pray it's a blessing to you because we love what we do. And we don't do it for anything but the will of God and for our brethren. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. And just as you were saying about the the sin abounding and grace abounding, we have to understand that there's a a root to everything that we're seeing that's happening. It's not just all the prostitution and drugs and human trafficking and all of this stuff is not just out of thin air right it's not just oh i don't know how this came about there's like there's literally a root to why these things happen and it starts spiritually right but you know i i I find it weird or odd that as believers we tend to have the mindset of oh well it, it don't take all that or it's not all spiritual or Literally, that's how the Lord created the whole world. Right. Like, it started off spiritually. Right. And then it came forth naturally. Right. So if we're seeing things in this, in this world, in our community, in our neighborhoods, 
naturally, guess what? It started off spiritually. It always starts in the spirit. It's the same principle. Right. Even the words they first come to spiritual, then the natural. Yeah. So it's it's really getting a but we don't we don't understand what's going on mm -hmm. spiritually. We have no idea as believers. Right. Right. Most uh, unbelievers have <laughs> more understanding of the things that, in the spirit that realm. That's so true. That is so true. So we need to really uh, have an understanding of the spirit before we can truly walk naturally and see the manifestation of what the Lord has for us. Right. You know, the, I, and I believe a key is something that Jesus said, that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Mm -hmm. And too many times we're too of the world and forget that we're, uh, we're in it, but we're not of it. Right. Yeah. And everything in this world kind of governs how we think, what we feel, what we do, what we should do, shouldn't do, what we should wear, how we should dress, you know. And and even the lack of the morals that the world has, but us as believers, we're not of this world. We have a higher place. And that's what we mean by take your seat. We have to take our seat and then higher place, the higher realm yeah. that Jesus has given to us. So we're going to talk about that. And even as my wife was saying that there is a root to all these things that we see and we're going to go through some of the roots we're going to go through the roots of of some of these things i should say and uh so that everyone would have an understanding and and to understand that the enemy satan fallen angels demons are not the the total power they're not the end all be all right they're just doing their wicked job until their time has come because they know their time is short. Just like when Jesus cast the devil out, the um, the demoniac. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did he say? Have you come to torment us before our time? Yeah. And we've been teaching on a series uh, here during our, uh, Sunday that's called uh, Mortality and Immortality. And that's one of the things that we were talking about, how... You know, the the mortal man, which are us, we're going to become immortal again. We were initially created immortal, mm -hmm. but when Adam sinned, we became mortal, and that's when death came into play. Mm -hmm. But because of Jesus Christ, this mortality will put on immortality. But just the same way God flipping the tables on Satan, the fallen angels, and these demonic spirits. And uh, if, if you want to check it out, you can go to global city of refuge on our youtube page and the series is called um mortality and immortality so last week we covered in a week before we covered how these immortal beings such as the fallen angels including satan and these demonic spirits these demonic spirits like that was in the demoniac and the uh, fallen angels god told god told him in, in psalms 82 that, uh, you know, you are sons of God, you know, but you're going to die like men. So that shows at the end that these fallen angels will will, will die like men do, you know. And uh, just like the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation chapter 12, Satan knows his time is short. Well, an, an, an immortal being doesn't have time. They're outside of time. 
So we, go, we really want to encourage you. We really want to provoke everybody to love and good works. We want to stir up the gift of the Holy Spirit in you. We, we want everybody's eyes to be open to the truth and that the blinders of fear and insecurity and, and doubt and unbelief will fall off the eyes of our brethren so that we can all take our seat in Christ and do great and marvelous things through the power of the Holy Spirit, things that we'd have never thought that we could see before or do before, you know. Because we've seen some amazing things. God has had had us do so many, you know, things that's so incredible. It's still, like, it's no way possible that we could have ever done these things. Yeah. And it's, of course, through the Holy Spirit, who is all power. All powerful. And so when you're thinking or talking about a demonic spirit or an evil spirit, they have, like, the smallest, tiniest portion of power compared like there's no comparison right like literally the holy spirit is all power he created everything including uh fallen the fallen angels. angels right so we have to remember that right and then what did jesus say he said i give you power over who all the power all the power of the enemy yeah brothers and sisters thanks to the living god ecclesia or ecclesia the call that was a church, we have no need to fear. Because the the power, the spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is inside of us. All we have to do is believe and rise and take our seat. It says in Isaiah 52, verse 2, Shake yourselves from the dust. We've made mistakes. We were in sin. We were in fear. Doubt we, we you know, shake our we gotta shake ourselves and rise up. Mm-hmm. Shake ourselves and arise and sit down. Sit down where? Sit down where? So we have to shake ourselves out of the dust. Rise. You, you Listen, I, I don't care what mistake you made. You're greater than that mistake because of Christ Jesus. Shake yourself off from depression. Shake yourself off from fear. Shake yourself off from doubt and unbelief. Shake yourself off from whatever the enemy is trying to perpetuate upon you. Shake yourself off. Shake the dust off. Yeah. And, I, and rise up. I, I really like this scripture because it's, it's literally showing us the... Uh, we know that the Lord ascended right. after the crucifixion. He went down um, to hell and got... Uh, fought the enemy, got the keys back, and then he ascended. And it's showing the same, uh, the same thing for us. Like right. it says, shake yourself from the dust. Right. The dust representing the earth right. where we are naturally. Right. Right. You know, we tend to just be in this natural state, and it's right. like this is all it is. But no, he's literally saying, arise from this natural state. Arise, this natural where? plane. Right. Arise spiritually. Right. And sit down. Because I was you as you were reading it, I was like, that's weird. Arise and sit down. Like right, right, right. <laughs> you know. Right. But he's literally ha having us to transcend. It. This is something that's actually happening. It's not just you know, mentally, oh, I, I just need to mentally perceive that I'm arising and sitting in my seat. No, this is actually happening spiritually. Right. So he wants us to no longer just live in this natural realm, this natural state of being and thinking that this is it. Right. Because there's so much more. Right. 
and we're going to share some things with you, some revelations, some, some really uh, intricate things that's simple for us to understand today. And this is how simple it is. How do you rise? How do you, how do you dust yourself off, rise, and then sit down? Jesus said, there's nothing that's impossible for those who believe. It's our faith. We make up our mind and say, you know what, Lord? I want to sit where you have me. I want to sit in the authority. I want to sit in the realm of influence. I want to sit in the power that you've given me. And, and, and as we believe in our faith that, that we are who God says we are, and we're, we're seated where God says we're seated, then all of a sudden we begin to rise. Then we take our seat. My wife had visions of that. And, uh, and uh, perhaps, you know, if the Lord leader, she'll share. She shared it before, but it's just so amazing the things that God has done and set up for us, the things that Jesus has, you know, prepared us for. And we'll see that in a minute. So where do we sit? Sit down where? It, it, it says here, loose yourself from the bands from off of your neck. You see that? That's, that's just amazing how that even the things that we're in, it's like I remember years ago preaching this message how the things that we see that we're so f afraid of and they feel like these walls around us is nothing but paper mache. Yeah. If Jesus said if we had faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, we could say to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Like they said, I don't know who originated, I don't know where it came from, but it went all through the church. Fair means false evidence appearing real. It's all paper mache, it's all a mirage. So, what, what what is it that's holding you in bondage? Are you addicted to cigarettes? Is it is it drugs? Man, you called, since you called by the name of the Lord. Take, loose yourself from the bondage of your neck. How do you do that? He who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The truth shall make you free. And who the sun sets free is free indeed. So you have the power to call upon Jesus and say, Lord, I renounce these drugs, which is pharmacare, which is a form of witchcraft, which puts people in bondage. Lord, I renounce these drugs. I renounce this cocaine. I renounce this uh, meth. And well, whatever it is, because you're so much... It's, it's, I, what's the name of that drug that's pouring over from Mexico? People are dying, like 900 people a day is dying from this drug. Mm. That these open borders, these cartels are pouring into our country, but you know, through these open borders, everything has elevated. Stand up, have the audacity to, and the gumption to have a righteous indignation against the bondage that the enemy is trying to perpetuate upon you and call upon the name of the Lord with such fervor and vigor and with a righteous indignation and say, Lord, I renounce. Loose me now, devil. Loose me now, whatever the drug is. And watch what happened. Watch how God has set you free. You don't understand, especially those who are in Christ, we don't understand the power that we have. Yeah. And we want you to know. We want you to, to buy, have this wisdom and understanding. The Bible says, get wisdom, but then all that you're getting, get an understanding. And then it says, O captive daughter of Zion. Zion is another name for the church, the spiritual church. So you have the power 
We have the power to loose these bands off of the church, off of ourselves. Some people hook them on pornography. Some people hooked on masturbation. Some people hooked on fornication or adultery. It's time to get up out of that dust, get up out of that flesh, get up out of that sin and rise up to who you truly are so that you can take your seat, not only for you to be free, but to help other people to become free. Absolutely. To set captives free. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So to understand the seat that we have, let's go back to the beginning. I'm going to read Deuteronomy 32, verse 7. I'm going to read it in two different versions, and I'm going to tell you why afterwards. Uh, Deuteronomy 32, verse 7 says, Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father, and he will show you. Your elders, and they will tell you. When the Most High God divided the nations, their inheritance. When the Most High God, oh, I added God. When the Most High divided to the nations their inheritance. When he separated the sons of Adam. He talk, he's going back now to uh, the, the Tower of Babel. When he separated them. Because he gave them the, the order, the decree to go through all the earth. You know, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. But they wanted to build up. They stopped and wanted to build up. So he divided the sons of Adam then. And then it says, and he set borders of the people according to the number of the children of Israel. Now, there was no number of the children of Israel in uh, Genesis chapter number 11. So this actually was changed in the uh, King James Version. That's why what we do, and we do, we, we, we go back, we, we uh, study these words in the Greek and Hebrew, get yourself a Greek lexicon, a Hebrew lexicon, and kind of you can read it from straight from the original text. I, I love the King James Version, but I've noticed over the years that certain things are changed even for understanding, or especially the King James Version that came after 16, uh, 1610, the one that came after that. A lot was changed, and a lot of books were taken out, including the Book of Enoch and some other apocryphal books were taken out. So um, I'm going to finish reading this out, then we're going to read it in, 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 in another book that has uh, historicity and, and time behind it. So it says, He set bounds according to the number of the children of Israel, for the Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. So he gave, and I'm going to read it in the Septuagint. What the Septuagint is, the Septuagint is what the, the Greeks would have been reading, what they read actually when Jesus walked the earth. The Septuagint is the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew books translated directly to Greek. So this was done thousands of years ago so that the Greeks would be able to partake and read in the uh, the Torah, the prophets, and the minor prophets, and you know the the the, the rest of the um, the Old Testament. So this is what the Greeks read. These are what those who didn't speak Hebrew but spoke Greek. This was translated by Jewish and Greek scholars thousands of years ago. But this is how it reads in the Septuagint. Remember the days of old. Consider the years. 
of uh, for past ages. Ask your father, and he shall relate to you. Your elders, and they shall tell you, when the Most High divided the nations. So the Most High divided the nations. When he separated the sons of Adam, that's, that's consistent, at the Tower of Babel, when he confused their language and they went their different ways, and set the bounds of the nations according to the number of the sons of God. This word is Bena Elohim, which when you see in Genesis chapter 6, when the fallen angels came down on Mount Hermon and uh, made a and made an oath to sleep with, with, with the, the daughters of men. When it says they're the sons of God, the Bena Elohim, the angels, and these angels became fallen angels. So he set the bounds of the nations according to the number of the fallen angels. And that's, and that's where we, we were going to really open some eyes and give understanding about what Paul talked about when he said principalities and powers. And then he said, and his people Jacob, which is Israel, became the portion of the Lord. Israel was the line of his inheritance. In other words, he gave the he gave the world over, because the world went after these these these, these strange beings, these fallen angels. But he said, but I choose Israel as my inheritance. So that's why even through history, you know, when Israel left God, and that's what's happening, you know. It, it, you know, throughout all history, how when Israel left God, they were put into bondage or slavery. And um, I also believe that, you know, many people here, African-Americans, are not African or American. But we're one of the lost tribes of Israel that came through Africa. And there is some proof behind that. that came, and I'm not going to get all into the day, but came through Africa and was put here in slavery. Why? Because God said in Deuteronomy, do not worship the gods of the people of the land unless they put you in slavery. So it's not a coincidence that Israel was put in slavery for 400 years, and so were the so-called African-Americans in, in this country, in America, put in slavery for 400 years. Right. Again, it's a principle. So we're talking about heavenly principles. It's that that's going to continue. It's going to stand. Um, but if you don't know the root of these things, then it's just like, oh, this this is this is I can't believe this is happening. Well, there's a direct reason why. Right, right. And and just this sidebar, you know, there are so many other um, cultures, even in Japan, there's uh, tribes in Africa. There, there are tribes in different countries that are actually descendants of the 12 tribes of, lost tribes of Israel. So like God said, we're going to be dispersed throughout all the world. And we are. There's only a couple tribes in Israel now. But uh, and even, you know, I've seen videos and people crying out saying, African-Americans, you're not... He said, you're not, you're not black people in, in America. You are the one of the lost tribes of Israel. And these are people from Israel saying that. There's Israel, uh, Israeli scholars who, who researched that and found this to be true. So why am I saying this? Because Jesus came. He came to bring Jew and Gentile together. And for us to understand that we're one nation in him. And just so that because, you know, the, what, what, what 
the, what this country calls African Americans been so beat down for so long, and I'm not making that excuse because, you know, we can rise up and be blessed like anybody else, but we just had to go through so much. Why? Because just being that part of that chosen, one of the chosen tribes or, you know, tribes of Israel, but I want to encourage everybody because Israel, no matter if you're black, no matter what color you are, nation you're from, that doesn't matter to God anymore in terms of, yes, Israel matters to God in the sense of, you know, that's his place, that's his land, we're his chosen people. But what I'm saying, in the kingdom of God, there's no Jew nor Gentile. There's no Jew or Gentile in the kingdom of God. So just understanding that all of us, no matter where we are, no matter what has done been pe perpetuated upon our lives, no matter what type of abuse we suffer, rejection, abandonment, you know, uh, no type of no matter what type of atrocities we experienced, we can all shake the dust off, rise to the person that we are called to be, and take our seat in Christ. So, what does this have to do with what we're talking about? We're going to show you how the nations, how they were separated to God, or God separated them. And see, whatever you ask for, whatever you desire in your heart, God will give it to you. Just like Israel, God wanted to be their king. But they was crying out for Saul to be their king, and he gave them a king. His name was Saul. So the nation's crying out for a God but rejecting him, so he allowed the fallen angels to become gods. That's why he said in um, Psalms 82 that you are gods. Why? Because men has wanted you to be their gods. So now you are little G-O-Ds. You are gods. And they wanted to lord over people right. as well. Right. Just like Satan. They, he wanted initially. the kingdom. He wanted to lord over and be more powerful than God. You know, so it's the same route that they chose. Right. Exactly. Because he wanted his own kingdom. God is the God and the kingdom, king of the kingdom of light. So the opposite of that is darkness. Now he got what he wanted. He has a kingdom of darkness. So God will get the Bible tells us that God will give us what we want. And there's a consequence. And, but there's everything. a consequence. So let's change our heart, Lord. We want you and we want your will for our lives. So so that's what happened. God divided the nation because they were influenced and they were manipulated by Satan, these fallen angels. So they disobeyed God. So God said, okay, I'll allow them to be your gods if that's what you want. But as for Israel, this land, and the people that I put, put on this land, they're mine. And then Jesus came, and Jesus, by faith, brought us all into the covenant of Abraham. So we're all like Israel to God, under the blood of Jesus Christ. So we all become one in Christ. So, um, so when we look at these, these gods, when we're looking at how God separated the nations and according to the sons of God, now I want to share this with you because it's all not, it's not all dark. Just like the fallen angels have responsibility over nations and territories, so have God given heavenly hosts, heavenly angels territory the same territory so there's a evil fallen angel 
And then there's a heavenly angel that is posted over regions and posted over territories and are posted over, you know, different territories and regions of the earth. And so, but what happens is, you know, just like the psalmist wrote, the angels excel in strength, hearkening to the voice of his word. Now, you see the difference between that and witchcraft. You know, you look at witchcraft, they speak in muttering tongues and and they and they make decrees and and, and they read out of books hex vexes and curses and spells so that they can empower their demonic princes so they can empower and give authority and permission to their fallen angels that are gods to them to bring forth evil into the earth realm and to fight to destroy souls the souls of men but we have power to decree the word of god to preach the word of God, to pray, enter in a sea, and that empowers the angelic hosts to fight on our behalf and to fight for humanity. See, that's what we have to understand. If you even look at the picture of Daniel, how Daniel, in Daniel chapter 11, how he had a vision and he prayed and an angel was sent. The moment he started praying, he set his heart to pray, but he was withstood by the prince of Persia and then when Daniel began to pray and intercede and fast, then Michael was loosed in order to release the angel so the angel won't be held up by the enemy because you got different kings. You got these, back in those days, evil kings and, you know, warlocks and uh, 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 demonic high priests in those regions. They, 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 they gave power to the demonic force and entities against the people of God. But when Daniel prayed and Daniel fasted, then Michael, the prince of that region, they, because remember, there was the prince of Persia, and then, the, and then my, the angel said to Michael, Michael, you're prince. So that prince was able to come, Michael was able to come to defeat the prince of Persia. And if you really look at the word of God, pretty soon after, that prince of Persia was removed from over that territory, but then there was another prince that took its place. So we can actually remove principalities from territories if we would just stand, if we would just stand in faith, if we would just get up out of the dust, dust ourselves off, rise up and take our seat in Christ. And if we would also just, um, you know, stand in that faith of who Jesus is and who he is in us and who we are in him, we have so much power. So let's let's look at uh, Ephesians one. I just want to I just want to lay out these scriptures here because this is paramount. Everything has to be founded upon the Word of God. Uh, Ephesians one chapter chapter one verse fifteen it says, "Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love to all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers." It's, it's so many people in the body of Christ. When they see you elevate and they see you, you know, uh, they see the love that you have. They, they, and even leaders. I had a leader tell me one day, my leader tell me, he's never going to let me outgrow him. I wasn't trying to outgrow him. I was just serving him. I was trying to be a blessing. I was helping him bring the vision that God gave him to pass. But Paul says something different. He said, I cease not to give thanks for you, make a mention of you in, in my prayers. That's what, that's what matters. When we see one another, we appreciate who God called one another, each one of us to be, and give thanks to God for one another and pray for one another. There's too much competition in the church, and the competition is, is, is barely a uh, merely 
just a distraction to keep us powerless. And watch this. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's why we have so many believers not rising up and taking their seat because there's so many leaders that are so consumed with self and money and being great and holding people down or making people service to them, lording over God's flock, but not really grateful for the people, not loving the people, not seeing their growth. He said, when I seen your love for the saints and your growth in Christ, I, I gave thanks and I prayed for you. But it's like, with, with true leaders and true leaders, true shepherds of God, when they see one of the people growing up and really growing strong in the Lord, and it's, 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 it's time to, you know, release people into what God has called them to do. To give thanks for them so that what? Why? So that they can receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. Not to hold them back, but so they can get an encounter. They can get a revelation. They can get spiritual wisdom and revelation from the Holy Spirit himself. Amen. It says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Not walking in ignorance. Not walking, walking in fear and insecurity. That's why we have to pray. That's why we have to pray for one another. That's why especially us as leaders, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors, we have to pray because the people of God is so much more valuable and so much more powerful than we could ever imagine. But unless we really see the people of God the way as leaders, as God does, and see their growth and maturation and not want to stifle that, not want to hinder that, not want to make them subservient to us. But if we see that and just pray for them, God, I thank you for their love for the saints. I thank you, Lord God, that they're growing closer to you, Lord. Open up the eyes of their understanding. That give them the spirit of wisdom and knowledge and the revelation of Jesus Christ. Even giving them a deeper revelation. Give them visions that you've never given me. Do greater miracles than you've ever done through me. Father, just manifest your glory upon them greater than you ever did me before. That's what Jesus meant by greater works shall you do because I'll go unto the Father. Amen. And it should be that way. There should be a progression. Right. Like, uh, you know, how we'll, for you and I, I know we've seen it that those that have come after us that we've trained and equipped, they're doing things far beyond what we accomplished as far as naturally and even going on to spiritual things. Right. They, they will begin to do some pretty awesome, amazing things too. Amen. So, And that's how it should be. Amen. That every, gener every next generation should exceed the previous. Exactly. Exactly. You know, just like just like our son. He's so blessed. Our sons, they're so blessed. And our daughter mm -hmm. is so blessed. Because we don't we listen, when they bring when they when the when the Lord dropped the bag on them, we weren't jealous, we were rejoicing in that. Yeah. Far beyond what we've ever had. Yeah. You know, and he would uh the, our daughter, our, our female Timothy, prophet Marissa. I remember I prophesied to her years ago that you're gonna be prophesied longer and more accurate than me. And she's like, "Really? Because I'm accurate. I'm accurate." And um, so, as she began to really get lit in her prophetic gifting and and really begin to walk as that prophet, 
And she would prophesy. She prophesied stuff the folks that she didn't even know. Prophesied the one lady that some money being held up for you. This is how much it is, and this is when it's going to be released. And you better believe that date that she said, the exact amount she said, was released. Mm-hmm. So what we want is we, every every leader, we want to build up the following generation to be great, to rise up, and to take that seat. If a leader is not of that mindset, if that's you, repent. Become like Christ. And if you're under a person like that and they won't repent, then you ask God where he wants you to be because he doesn't want you to be hindered. Amen. Amen. He said the the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. How many people know what the hope of his calling is for your life? See, this is coming from Paul, not just because he's the apostle Paul, but this is the heart and the mindset of true leaders, true followers of Christ who've been discipled by Christ, by the Holy Spirit and by those who are uh, followers of Jesus that went before them. That would carry on this same heart and mindset. That's why the world is so messed up because there's so many people that do not know what the hope of their calling is. Yeah, and I do want to say this, that we all have to understand that disciples make disciples. Disciples make disciples. Amen. if you have somebody who's never been discipled, but they're trying to disciple you. Right. (laughs) That's... uh, it's hard to do because even Jesus, when he was here, he's, he's 100% man, 100% God, and yet he had to suffer things so that he could teach the disciples. Right. Like, it, it's just. And, and, and if you can, if you want to put it this way, you can even say he was the disciple of the father because he said, I only do what I hear my, see my yeah. father do, I only say what I hear my father say. Of course. You know, so that's the pattern. Yeah. For us as leaders. That's why Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. But if we don't have these these things, even these fundamental foundational things, then we'll never rise. We'll never shake the dust off and sit in our places to sit in our seat in Christ. Right. And he said, and what the riches of the glory of the inheritance and the saints. So your inheritance is, is, is with the saints. Your inheritance is with the Johns and the Peters and the Pauls. We have an inheritance together with the saints that's already in heaven. But we don't know that. And that's why, that's why we're so indignated with trying to be so great in this world. Let this world go. Be in the world but not of the world so that you can take your seat, so that you can inherit those blessings in spiritual places. They can manifest in our lives naturally so that we can do this work that, that Jesus has given us to do, to win souls, to build cities, to set captives free, to lead many, many, many people to Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, it's, that's a, it's such a passion in us for this because we, we really want to see people free. We want to see, see people become who Jesus died for us to become. Why stay the same when Jesus died for us to be a new creature? For old things have passed away, behold, all things become new. Why are we so, we're okay with just being the same? We have a new, we are a new creature. Forget those things which are behind. Move forward into the things that are before you, to the goal. Jesus is our goal. Then it says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power (laughs) to us with who believe? 
So he, there's a power that's, that he's given to us that's not great, is not full of greatness, but the power that he's given to us, is it exceeds greatness. It exceeds greatness. Just like, you know, I think about you sometimes, and even now, how when we first met, you were so you were so you were so timid and, and and fearful and insecure. When you gave your life to Jesus and you received the Holy Spirit, you got you received a power that exceeded greatness. Yeah. And as you begin to grow closer and closer to the Lord, that greatness of that power will begin to manifest greater and greater. Even to now, and even being a seer. You know, being able to clear rooms of demons and fallen angels and all that kind of stuff. It's powerful because his power towards you exceeds greatness. Amen. Why are we trying to be great when God has given us power that exceeds greatness? Right. If we rise up and take our seat, we will grow in that greatness, the greatness of that power and authority. And the world will know hell will be on notice. Like well, some of us, hell is on notice. They take, they they know them. They know who you are. They know who we are. So come on, just dust yourself off. Arise, and let's take our seat together in Christ, according to the working of His mighty power. Not just His power, His mighty power. Satan has power, but only God has mighty power, which He wrought which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on his own right hand in heavenly places. Now, this is what we want to get to. So we have this, this, this exceeding, the, the exceeding greatness of his power that's in us, right, by this Holy Spirit. And it manifests according to the working of his mighty power. So it's him that's doing his greatening great things through us and what is the sign what is the manifestation what is the clue of this great power what is the visible and the tangible of this great power he wrought he wrought it in Christ when he rose Jesus from the dead that's the same power that's in us that rose Jesus from the dead and set him on his own right hand in heavenly places so he set Jesus on his own right hand in heavenly places far above not just above Far above principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. And I have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body. The fullness of him that fills all in all. So the body of Christ in his earth is the fullness of him. And he feels all in all. In other words, he feels all that's in me, all that's in you. He feels all. But if we don't rise up from the dust and shake ourselves off so that we can sit with him, we'll never experience that exceeding greatness that's necessary. We'll never experience th that uh, how we'll receive his fullness and that he will fill all of us, all of us, all of me and all of us together as we sit with him. He's the only one that can do that. He's the only one that can do that. And that's why Ephesians 2, 6 says, He has raised us up together. Come on, y'all. We got to catch up. Let's, let's, let's get on one accord. You who have been called and you're still messing around with old boy or old girl, 
Shake that dust off. It's time to catch up so we can rise up together. He he called us. He, have, he has raised us up together. So it's already done. Just rise up. He raised you up. So now it's time for you to rise up and take your seat. It's just a choice. It's, it's a, a, just a decision. Amen. Because what, what do we say? Once you make the choice, what happens? He empowers you to do it. He empowers us to do it. We don't have to. When we make the choice, we don't have to force ourselves to do it. When we truly make a choice in our heart, he gives us the power to do it. Yeah. Amen. Grace is released for that. And he made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. So Jesus is sitting far above principalities and powers, might, dominions, and every name that is named. So now we're, we're, we've been made to rise up. Well, we, he raised us up and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ. Yeah. Now you can almost see the picture of that. If we're seated together in Christ, with Christ in heavenly places, that's the greatness of the power. How does it manifest? We have to take our seat. Don't be afraid to take your seat. You don't even have to know what that means. Just say, Lord, I don't know what it means, but if you raised me up, together with my brother and made us to sit together with you in heavenly places lord let that happen in my life yeah that's what you have to just choose it's choice the greatest thing in the world that god gave us was choice because we could not believe we would not even believe in jesus or receive salvation without choosing it even for ephesians six twelve, it says for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Right. So we see that they have some power. They have some clout. They have, um, they sit in high places. Right. So then to be able for the Lord to say, I give you power over all the power of the enemy. We have to be seated far above them. Right. Because let me ask you a question. If you if your seat is in this earth, where are you going to fight? From this earth. You're going to fight in this world. And and consequently, uh, consequentially, under the enemy. Right. Right. That's why we're been made to sit with Christ far above the enemy. That's why he said, I give you power over all the power. The power over. He didn't say I give you more power than the enemy. He said, I give you power. And authority over, above. Mm-hmm. Far above. Far above the power of the enemy. It's nothing that you have to, you have to pay for prophecy to get this. You don't have to fast for a thousand days to get this. You just have to choose. Repent of our sins. We just have to choose to shake this stuff off. I'm tired of this, Lord. I want to serve you. I choose to rise and sit in my place. And it happens spiritually. Amen. Amen. So then in Colossians 1.16, it says, For by him we were all created. For, for by him all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, dominion, principalities, powers, all were things were made by him and for him. So I wanted to read that because I wanted, wanted to uh, just give you, like we said, we're going to break some stuff down and give you the understanding of how things are set in the realm of the spirit. Mm -hmm. 
Now, the first thing that we see is thrones, which is thronos in the uh, Hebrew. And that, and, and that thrones mean kingly, kingly position, or it also means a one who holds dominion or exercises authority. Thus, in plural of angels, Satan and his chief fallen angels. So these thrones, like you, if you read uh, Revelation chapter number two, Jesus said, I know where Satan's throne is. Well, Satan sees is, and he was talking to Pergamos. So Satan has a throne. Fallen angels have thrones and different, over, over whatever region they have, there are thrones over continents. There are thrones over uh, territories. There are thrones over the sea. There's actually, uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to show you a scripture in a minute about even thrones in the sea. Thrones in the sea. Um, I've definitely seen thrones in some amen. of the churches that we visited. Right. Because that there was something else ruling over that church, that region. Right. And um, the Lord enabled me to see that in the spirit. Right. And that's something. Why? Why are there thrones? Why are there thrones in the church where evil spirits are sitting? Yeah. That's because, look, there's three kingdoms in this world. There's the kingdom of God, which is above all. There's the kingdom of Satan, and there's the kingdom of man. Because of the fall of Adam, the kingdom of Satan is now above the kingdom of man. So that's why Jesus came and died to restore us from the fall of Adam so that we can be raised up into the kingdom of God and that we bring the kingdom of God in this earth and that we have power over the kingdom of Satan. Like Jesus said, we have power, more power than all the powers of hell. Just one person, just you by yourself, just you by yourself, have all far more power than all of hell combined. How is that possible? You have God in you, the Holy Spirit that created all the fallen angels, created the angels before they fell. He created Satan, which is the God of this world. And you have him in you. Mm-hmm. The one who created the earth, that created heaven, that created hell, lives in you. Just in one person. If we would just believe, there's a, there's a scripture, and uh, I believe it's uh, the book of Proverbs, when it said there was one old man who rose up and defeated an army that came against one city. When we take our seat in Christ, you listen, you will see wonderful and great things that you don't understand. Like God told the prophet and um, Zechariah, he said, I'm going to cause you to walk among these. He, he told Joshua the high priest. Why? Because Satan had, when we talked about this in previous uh, episodes, how Satan had taken Joshua the high priest, not Jesus, not Joshua the servant of Moses, but Joshua the high priest before the throne of God to accuse him. And so the Lord Jesus said, I, the Lord rebuke you, even the Lord rebukes you. Just like David said, the Lord said unto my Lord. He talked about the Christ and talking about the Father. So Jesus, our advocate, said concerning Joshua the high priest, the Lord rebukes you, even the Lord rebukes you. Right. So then 
he was dressed in the dirty garment, and then the angels were instructed to put new garment on him. Then the prophet said to the angels, put a fair mitre upon his head, put a diadem upon his head, put a crown upon his head. So that's what I'm talking about. Even though Satan may be accusing you right now before God, just repent. Shake that dust off. Rise up. Be regarmentized. Get that, that crown put on your head and take your seat in Christ. It's because where we rule as kings, lower K kings, then Jesus, the king of kings, can rule and sit on the thrones upon the church. Right, exactly. Because just like you were saying, those thrones are of one who holds dominion and exercises authority. So even in the example that I gave that when we were visiting that church and the Lord opened my eyes to see what was going on behind the scenes, because if you were just sitting there in this service, it looked like a typical church service. You know, the praise and worship, they're, you know, they're rocking, they're rolling, they're jamming, they're they're praising God and, you know, crying out and, you know, doing all the typical things that you would see in a Baptist church. But behind the scenes, those demons that I saw that were enthroned, it was multiple, they were the one. Who held the dominion right they were the one who exercised the authority in that church and in that region right so it didn't matter what it looked like they could have you know they I mean because they were praising God they were singing you know they were given the word and all of that but that didn't matter because it had no effect right and you know so that's what we're talking about you're seeing what actually is so why is why is it that you know in that that church that region that things are still bad people are still bound nobody's getting healed nobody's getting delivered no one's getting saved they no just being church saved right because who is in that authority who's who holds that dominion and right. in, in that that body not the spirit of the Lord. Why? Because the Bible said where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yeah. Liberty don't just mean you feel free to shout and dance. Liberty means you get set free from demonic forces and evil spirits. Right. Because that's just for 30 minutes, an right. hour. But what happens when everybody leaves and goes home? Is, is it just back to normal? Amen. The, the things of this world, mm -hmm. the bondages and all of that? Right. So that's that's showing you who is actually exercising the authority. Right. Because Jesus said who the sun sets free is free indeed. We've had people come that were tormented by all type of demons and, you know, just really crazy stuff that you would see in movies. Yeah. And and the Lord set them free. We pray for them. The Lord set them free. And they don't experience those things no more. That's because of where the spirit of the Lord is there in liberty. The anointing destroys the yoke. So we want to rise up in Christ, not in pride, not in vainglory. We want to rise, dust, dust that stuff off. We want to rise up in Christ, that he may be glorified, that he be lifted up, that all men will be drawn unto him so that they can be saved and set free and, so that, and, and learn of him and come close to him and, you know, begin to realize the hope of their calling and receive that spirit of wisdom and revelation of Jesus Christ and begin to walk in that exceeding great power that's in them because now they've taken their seat. 
with Christ in heavenly places far above those things. Yes, it's a process. It's a walking process. It's the process of discovery. It's learning. But we trusting. can. It's trusting. Faith. <laughs> we, but we can't stay seated where we are. We can't let yeah. the rules of this world rule our lives. Yeah. Because there are rulers that's over the rules of this world. We have to start somewhere. Right. That's right. True. So I was saying that uh, even the thrones, there are thrones over the waters. And uh, Ezekiel 26, 16, it says, Then all the princes of the sea shall come down from their thrones. We talk about princes. We talk about, we talk about demonic forces. We're talking about fallen angels. Shall come down from their throne and lay, their so, lay away their robes and put off their embroidered garments. And they shall clothe themselves in trembling, mm -hmm. and they shall sit upon the ground, and they shall tremble at every moment and be astonished at you. Every knee shall bow to Jesus. And then Jesus said in the book of Revelation, those who have the those who say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan, shall fall before your feet. Just like the demoniac fell before Jesus' feet. Have you come to torment us before our time? The disciples came back and said, listen, they, they, they came back to them and said, even the devils are subject to us in your name. When we rise up and take our seat, listen, there is spiritual warfare, but when you overcome a certain rank of demon, they got to bow out. They have to bow out. And that the higher we get, the greater power. They, 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 they say this, and it's like almost like a scary, a scary thing. You know, new levels, new devils. Right, new, love, new levels, new devils. They, they, but they put it like new devils going to attack you. But this is what I mean by it. new levels, you're, you're going to conquer new devils. Higher levels, you're going to conquer higher devils. Because of who is in you. Right. Because, again, he's given us power over all, including Satan. So if Satan is at the top tier of the um, kingdom of darkness, then what, what do we have to fear? Right. So, so we just saw thrones. There are thrones in the spirit realm, thrones upon which Satan sits and fallen angel sits. Mm-hmm. Chief, the chief of the fallen angels, not all fallen angels, the chief one, the rulers over um, the other fallen angels. They, they they have rank and file just like our military do. Right, right. So the generals. The generals. Yeah. Have thrones. Yeah. So the other thing, is, the second thing is the principalities, which in the Greek is called arche, which is the beginning, the origin, or fallen angels. So we have the thrones where Satan and his chief angels sit. Then we have principalities, which are the fallen angels. They were they were here from the beginning. Mm -hmm. They were here from the beginning. It's a difference between fallen angels and demons. Is a difference. The fallen angels are those who left God, left their first estate. The right. demons, they were created by God. Right. The fallen angels right. were. Yes. Right. And tell them what the demons are. Uh, the demons are offspring from fallen angels sleeping with women, human women, and uh, they made a hybrid baby. Right. Hybrid babies, which were um, called Nephilim. So th those are the um, the demons. 
Right, the yeah. demons are the disembodied spirits. spirits. Yeah. That's why the angels don't need a body to function in this world. These demons do because they once had a body, but now they don't. And God cursed them to roam the earth. And so now they need to jump in people in order to be able to operate in this natural world. Right, because, of course, they miss it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even in the Book of Enoch, which I encourage everybody to read because the book of the uh, the book of enoch in the book of enoch i said it's for the people that is at the end mm -hmm. so it's advantageous for us to read the book of enoch that way we'll understand genesis chapter six we'll understand the stuff that we're talking about and there's other books that are endorsed by the bible like the book of jasher you know the book of enoch like the book of jubilee have you not read this and and and, and even um jeremiah scribe he has a book you know so these, these are biblically endorsed texts that really expands what's going on in the Word of God. It's all line upon line and precept upon precept. Mm -hmm. And these are some of the books that was in the original King James Version that was taken out. But uh, so we're looking at principalities. Now powers, what is power? The word powers in the Greek is exousia, which means authority or energies that's uh, over mankind. Mm-hmm. So we have Satan, there's Satan, and then there is uh, his chief fallen angels. Then there's the other fallen angels that's been under those chief angels. Mm -hmm. Just like the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation, how Michael rose up and fought against the devil and his angels. So there are angels assigned to Michael. So where, where, where the enemy is set his place, you know, Michael is the one that always defeats him. Defeated him, just like, well, how, how can you say that? Well, we see in the book of Jude when it says when Michael disputed with Satan about the body of Moses. It didn't say Gabriel. So we see that Michael and his angels fought against the devil in the book of Revelation. And we see how Michael, you know, disputed, had a dispute with Satan over the body of Moses. So we're looking at two princes because Satan is a prince. Jesus said the prince of this world is judged. Mm-hmm. So wherever there is a demonic rank, wherever there is a demonic throne, there is an angel to combat and, 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 uh, and, and defeat that demonic entity or that fallen angel. But the angels need us to pray. They need us to shake ourselves off. They need us, to, need us to rise up and take our seat and begin to pray and to begin to decree and speak the word of God and bind. That's why what do you think it means when Jesus said, what's of you bind on earth should be bound in heaven? You're not talking about in heaven where the throne of God is. Nothing needs to be bound there. Talk about the heavenly realm. The heavenly realm. The spiritual matters, y'all. So whatsoever you loose on earth us as the warriors of christ in this world we're seated here we, i mean we're living here but we seated in heavenly places so whatsoever we loose on earth is being loosed in the heavenly realm because we're in our place in christ right amen then we got rulers the rulers are cosmic creators so these are the lords of the world these are the lords of this world and what does that mean? What does that mean? These are the entities that are over the earth. These are not the fallen angels, but these are the princes, the demonic rulers that are over territories and over, uh, you know, uh, that rule, that rule under 
under the authority of the fallen angels will rule under the authority of the generals, the, 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 the chief angels, fallen angels, which rules under the authority of Satan. So these lords of this world is these demonic princes, these demonic, they, they lower rank than the angels, but they are like the, chief, the chiefs among demons. Yeah, and you'll often see them paired up with um, the rulers of this world. Right. Um, that have uh, made their com their covenant with uh, Satan and right. his demonic generals. And so then they're appointed rulers to govern and be a tutor to them right. and the way that they should rule this natural world. Right. And these are the ones that you, the people, even the people that you don't see. Yeah, yeah. The people absolutely. that you would the don't 1%. see. The 1% and their families. Yeah. And their kids, and they, they groom them to be um, rulers behind the scene. Those who are above the presidents and the kings, those who the president and the king, it's like, I, I'm not going to get political on this, but when you look at presidential, presidential administrations, Biden is not running this country. It's the rulers above him that's running this country. Yeah. And we and that that's a topic for another conversation, yeah. which are behind the scenes. <laughs> and that's not we're not saying every single person in government or whatnot. That's no. not what we're saying. But there are some more than you think that are um, submitted to Satan and covertly are ruling for his agenda, his benefit. Um, and that's why you see so many crazy laws and <laughs> right, bills right, and stuff that right. are being passed that are not. Uh, morally sound right. at all, right. biblically sound at all. They could profess to be Christian all day long, right. but that is just, uh, you know, a cover to uh, play a role. Right. But uh, behind the scenes, again, behind the scenes, just like we talked about with the church, it looks, it looks right. It looks good. It looks like yeah, they're doing they're right. doing what they should be doing, but then behind the scenes, you're seeing who's actually ruling and why again these these laws are are coming forth. There's more sin abounding mm -hmm. because of what's going on behind the scenes, who's actually ruling. Right, right. And I'm going to just give you the name of one just like Baphomet. He's mm -hmm. a ruler. He's a demonic ruler. And that's why you have a lot of the Freemasons. They don't know that they worship Baphomet. You know, the 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 the, uh, the goat god, the head of a goat, the body of a man, and and woman. That's why you, you get the transgender and all that kind of stuff. There's so much, so many things, and there's there's there are demons and principalities, uh, with, with their rulers that are under them in terms of people. Uh, even if you uh, look at what's ha what's what's going on, and and now. Um, those, these are that's a ruler, and there 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 are rulers that's like the like Beelzebub and um, the other rulers, and I'm not gonna get into all that. But then under them there are spiritual wickedness that are in high places, and that that's the spiritual wickedness. That wickedness is uh, panario, which which means they depraved. They 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 are in charge of bringing forth depravity. And, and morals, iniquity, and deeds, and and wickedness in people's lives and behavior, and these now that begins to trickle down to those who are literally in in government, in government. 
just like you have um, the lords of this world, and 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 we we see that well, the exousia and the authority over mankind are the elite. The ones under that, the the lords of the world. We're looking at those who rule in this world, like my wife was saying. You know, these spirits are coupled up with these rulers, these gov, these um, presidents, these kings that are ruling the world. Then you have the spiritual wickedness in high places. Then any spiritual wickedness in high places, it's 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 like the goddess Astaroth or Baal and. You know these different uh, uh fallen, not even fallings. There are different entities. They were there Nephilim or Cyrene. Cyrenes were the Lord said even in the book of Enoch that the women who married the fallen angels let them become Cyrenes. So that's where you get goddesses from. They're now called Cyrenes. God calls them Cyrenes. You can see them even in the book of Ezekiel when you see the women flying with the wings like a, a stork. They're not angels. They sirens, and so what they what do they do? They they bring forth depraved morals, and that's why you get uh, Asheroth. She's she's a she's a prostitute goddess. She's a sex goddess. She's a perverted goddess. She's a goddess that be, could be a man or a woman at any time. It, that that's a goddess that had her high priest in her temple have have a sex change where men begin to dress like women. And this was back in the ancient Egypt. I mean Egyptian, uh, not Egyptian, uh, Israel days. So these gods have come back just like the god of uh, Baal. He with the, the head of a bull. You know, and one interesting thing is when you read how uh, Israel, when Moses went up the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, how they put all their gold together and gave it to Aaron. He put it in the fire, and then it said, and out of the fire came a calf, a golden calf. That was, that was a spirit of Baal that was being birthed in, um, in, in their lives in, in Israel. And so what do they have to do? What did they have to do? They had to sacrifice to Baal. Then, the, the, then another ruler was, um, what is his name? It's, it's Asheroth, it's Baal, and it's uh, Molech. Where they caused their children to pass through the fire. All this is seeking worship because when, when you worship an idol, you're not worshiping the idol. Paul says, is the idol anything or is the sacrifice anything? But he said, but there's, behind the idols, there's devils. And he said, I would not that you would have fellowship with devils. And so when we stay in the dust and we do the thing that the world do, we're actually having fellowship with devils. We put ourselves under satanic and demonic jurisdiction, but not really walking this thing out with Christ. So again, dust yourself off. Come on, rise up. Let's rise up and take our seat in Jesus in heavenly places far above. Thank you. And and, and, and and those principalities bring forth Satan's evil purposes and desires. See, Satan has a purpose, and he passes it down through his chief angels, fallen angels, which is then passed down through the fallen angels, which is then passed down in the demonic realm, then it goes through the government, then it comes down to people, houses and individuals and all that kind of stuff. And so the dominion is uh is curiates, curiates, and it's the governments. It's the governments, how things are set up, whether it's city government, state government, you know, it's passed down through the government. 
And that's why the Bible tells us that when Jesus comes, the government of the world will be on his shoulders. He's going to take over the government. He's going to get rid of the corruption. And we're going to rule in this world for a thousand years. Amen. Amen. You know, because... And those who rise up and take their seat with him in heavenly places will come back and will reign and rule with Christ. Will reign and rule with Christ. So, but for everybody to understand that wherever there is a throne, wherever there is a principality, wherever there is powers, wherever there is rulers and spiritual wickedness in high places, the exact opposite is there too with the angelic hosts, with the heavenly hosts. So, but why is the demonic realm, the satanic realm, so high? So why it's so powerful? Because don't 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 folks they. They, they do their chants, they, they do their sacrifices, animal and human sacrifices. But Jesus tells us to, you know, present our bodies as a living sacrifice. Well, us as believers, we won't do that. So that's why it's difficult to manifest the power of heaven, the glory of God in this earth realm. Right. Because as far as just looking at or comparing the two, you have the kingdom of darkness where the majority of people who um, serve Satan they want power they want they're promised um, this knowledge this uh, what is it he even said it in this enlightenment that's what they're promised right. power enlightenment influence these are all things that the Lord gives freely right however with Satan's kingdom you receive all these things, but you're not at all. You're, you're, you're being conformed to the image and likeness of Satan. Right. Right. So it's pride. It's, it's self. It's vainglory. It's all of these things that is total opposite to Your God. Your will. Like he said, I will, I will, I will. Right. right. But again, the Lord has all of this and even more blessings and enlightenment empowerment power uh, beyond all power like literally the holy spirit is the only spirit that can be everywhere at all times in everyone manifesting right. in different ways all power all the time right no other spirit can do that amen you know what i mean but what is it it's it's it comes only with the characteristics and the likeness of Christ. Right. So you we then possess all of this power, all this enlightenment, all this blessing in meekness. Right. Because we know it's not us. It's not ours. Right. So there's a major difference in that. Amen. So it's the same it it's the same thing just like with Satan you know, taking Jesus up on the mountain and saying, I'll give you all of this if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus is like, no, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me because this is all mine anyway. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Right. But it's like, how are you willing to sacrifice your soul, sacrifice um, your relationship with the Lord to get it versus just what he what he's asking us to do to sacrifice ourselves to be conformed to him to walk in meekness and love and all these things and he'll add all of that to us 
Amen. Amen. That which brings us to our last one, seven, which is might. And the Greek is dunamis, which means strength and power, ability, wealth, and influence. Now, this deals with the, the lower level demonic forces that empowers people to become millionaires, to empower people to have some type of power over people. These are the, the, the Beyonce's of the world. Now, a witch, well, a witch, when a witch have a, a group of people, it's called a coven. But when the witch is over thousands and millions of people, they call it a beehive. So what do they call Beyonce? Queen Bee. Because there's a principality that's in her that gives her influence over masses. So this kind of might or this kind of dunamis or these type of people have strength, have great power, they have influence, they have ability, talent, they have wealth in order to influence people under the demonic realm. Now let me flip it. Let me give you the other side of it. Let's look at people. We have people in the church with might that God has given strong power. He's given strength. He's given ability. He's given wealth and influence to win people to Jesus. Let me tell you, can I, can I share this with you guys? Can I share this with you that's joining us? These are people who just gave their life to Jesus and are growing in Christ. Then dominion is God raising you up in leadership and government in the church. Then God will raise you up as a prayer warrior to counsel in, spirit, in, in spiritual places, to counsel the assignments of the enemy. You become a ruler. Jesus is the King of kings and Lord of lords. You become. He will make you a lord over a territory, not the lord over God's flock, but in warfare. You become a, You can become a principality because you, you're, the Bible says in, in the book of John, in, uh, what is it, 1 John, I think it's 1 John 1, when he said, uh, you have believed in him who is from the beginning will become one with Christ. And the thrones for us is being seated with him in heavenly places. So the enemy has no way in advantage over us. We have to dust ourselves off. We have to rise up and we have to take our seat. Ezekiel 26, 16 says That's that. I, read I just read that. No, I didn't read that yet. Yeah, you pulled it up separately. I don't know why. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Thank you. Uh, Daniel 7, 9 and 10. And I beheld till the thrones were cast down. These thrones great come down. And the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow. And whose hair, his hair was pure wool. His throne was like unto a fiery flame. And the wheels are a turning fire. A fiery stream issued and came out forth from before him. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him. Ten thousands times ten thousand stood before him. And judgment was set. And the books were open. We see the same thing in the book of Revelation. So these thrones is not going to matter. These thrones that the enemies are sitting on is temporary. Mm -hmm. Amen. But our seat with Christ is eternal. Yep. The angels that fight alongside of us and for us and with us are eternal. As God said to the fallen angels in uh, Psalm chapter 82, you are you are my creation. You are God's, but you will die like men. 
but us who are mortals will put on immortality. When we get raptured, the Bible said Paul wrote in Thessalonians that the mortal will put on immortality. We're going to close out right here. Why, why, why is God allowing all this in the earth? God wants to be glorified, but he wants to be glorified through you and I. He wants to, he wants to show the principalities and the powers that they, they, that they, they, not only are they not more powerful than him, but he, they're not more powerful than his children. Right. He's just giving us the opportunity to rise up. To rise up. And to glorify him. Right. Put him first. Uh, walk in that dominion to have him be seated in your region, in your state, in Amen. your home. Amen. And that's what he wants. He wants to be in the boss. He's enthroned upon our worship. Mm-hmm. He wants to be enthroned, just like the, just like when they were worshiping in the temple, the 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 post moved, and God was enthroned upon the temple. That's what He wants. Our last scripture, Ephesians three verse eight, unto Him, who I am less than, unto me, who am less than the least of all saints. See, the higher you get in Christ, the lower you become in Christ. You don't even look at yourself as something great. I know we don't look at ourselves as something great because we're here to serve Jesus and let the greatest be servant of all. Amen. It's opposite in the demonic realm. Yeah, it is. Is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ? There's so many riches in Christ we will never, ever it's unsearchable. It's so much depth. It's so much awesomeness. So much beauty. So much majesty. So much glory that's in Christ. So we need to shake ourselves off and rise up, take our seat, so that the unsearchable will be given and revealed to us. Amen. Amen. And it says, and to make all men see. That's what, we, that's what we want to do. We want to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which is from the beginning of the world, which has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Everything was made by Jesus. Everything, God made everything by Jesus. God spoke the word. The word went forth. The Holy Spirit moved based on the word. Jesus said, Jesus was with God from the beginning. In first John, I mean in John chapter one, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word was made listen, Jesus is the word of God. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God. God the Father made the world through Jesus, and and the power of the Holy Spirit went out and did exactly what Jesus said. I like to say it like this. The Holy the, the, the Father thought it, Jesus said it, the Holy Spirit did it. <laughs> Amen. 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 Why? 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 Why is this stuff revealed to us? Everything that happened from the, why is God manifesting this stuff to us? Why is God showing us this stuff? Why is God having us to teach you these things and, and to show you these things to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers and heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God? They don't know. Even the Bible said the angels desire to look into the salvation. But as we begin to walk as sons of God, as we begin to rise up and take our seat in Christ, the manifest wisdom of God will come forth because he who wins souls is what? Is wise. Is wise. 
So it takes the wisdom of God, the manifold wisdom of God to manifest through the church, to put these principalities, powers, rulers, thrones, dominions, these might in their place and let them understand that we know, they know, but we know Jesus is Lord. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to conclude this episode of the Spiritual Matters. And never forget this, my dear brothers and sisters, the Spiritual Matters. So um, thank you again for joining us and allowing us to, to just sharing your time with us and allowing us to be a part of this time that you're watching us and you're joining us. And we count it an honor and a great privilege. We really, really believe with all our heart that, uh, you know, God, he has, a, he has a will and a plan for you that's greater than what you can understand. And, and he loves you so much, and so do we. Yes. And that's why we do what we do. We don't do it to be known. We don't do it for money. We do it so that you can know and so that the riches of his glory will be built up in you so that we all can rise up and sit together in Christ and do what he called us to do in this earth realm before he said, come up hither where our body can be caught up and meet him in the air. And if perhaps we go home before he comes, our body that's in the ground that's being decaying will still rise up and that death will put on life and the mortal will put on immortality. Let's win this world for Jesus. Let's join together in the spirit of God. Let's join together in the will of God. Let's join together with the Son of God in one and let's do the will of the Father that, he, that Jesus be glorified that millions and billions around the world will be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Would you close us out in prayer? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Uh, we thank you for the word, Lord. We thank you um, for your wisdom and your insight and revelation. And we choose, Lord, to arise, arise from the dust and, and be seated in heavenly places with you, in you, Christ Jesus. And we thank you for your grace, your love that enables us, your Holy Spirit who empowers us to do the impossible. We love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. I'm sorry. This is one thing the Holy Spirit just reminded me that I left out. Excuse me. And the, the sixth thing was dominion. And remember, God gave man dominion. And that's what Adam gave out when he said, but Jesus gave us back dominion. Mm -hmm. Then the number seven we talked about might, which is dunamis, the, the strength, power, ability, wealth, and influence. That's the lowest demonic level. And, and, that's, and that's the level where the witches and warlock operate from. So I just wanted to share that. But guess what? Even us just getting to know Jesus, coming to acknowledge the truth is more powerful than them. We just got to believe it and know it and begin to. And the more we walk in it, the more we exercise it, the more it be revealed and the more we'll see. Again, love you. Thank you for joining us. Be blessed. We'll see you next time. And for some of you, and if you would like to join us on Sunday, you, you could um, join us on our YouTube page, which is uh, Global City of Refuge Church and Training Center. You can look that up and you could join us on a Sunday, 1030, or even on Wednesday for Bible studies at 730. We welcome you to come. We'll be honored. And uh, again, you have any questions, you will receive information to submit your questions or comments at the end. Love you. Be blessed.
Thank you for listening to The Spiritual Matters. Tune into new episodes every other Friday. Have any questions? Comment below or email us every at other info at globalcore.org. That's info at globalcor.org.